What up, Frenchie? Uh, shit, what do I want to talk about? Let's start with the intro. I had an intro plan. Like, I had this whole fucking, <laughs> like, thing I was going to do and say. And now, I don't. Like, I don't know what I was going to say. So, I guess I can start off by saying and quoting, re-quoting someone else's quote. At the beginning of 2020, which I really liked, and it's kind of going to set the tone for what we about to talk about today. So let me start this off by saying, every day of my life, I have to dumb myself down just to talk to people who are not as smart as me, and I'm tired of it. I mean, we got a little interference there. I mean, this whole, like, COVID-19 situation that's been going on, turn me up a little bit in my snare. This whole situation that's been going on has really kind of opened my eye up to where we're at, you know, as a, um, as a culture, as a nation, and, you know, as just human beings overall. Like, I've watched so many different people uh, sort of bicker amongst themselves and with each other as if it were like uh, an election process or like ideologies of left and right kind of clashing against each other like all of a sudden it seems like politics have sort of leaked, them, leaked itself into like every aspect of human existence whether it be like movies or games or television or everyday writing, conversation with everyday people. conversation Can't like escape it. pop culture and it's really sickening to me, you know what I'm saying? Because like, <laughs> I, I I feel like politics is one thing, but everything is in politics. Like, there's not some secret agenda of you know alt right ideology trying to infiltrate its way into pop culture in every facet or music in every facet or whatever. And there's not some sort of left wing ideology trying to such social justice warrior type of shit trying to you know poison its way into like it's this is not what's really going on and if you're going to start to sort of like throw darts at the bullseye thinking that that it's that then you're going to miss the mark nine times out of ten because when you look at this situation that we're going through right now with the quarantine and all of that like the most baffling thing to me is this isn't even that big of a deal and what I mean by that is, is it's not that this virus isn't something that should be taken seriously, because it is, but this virus isn't something that is highly lethal and unstoppable like some of the books we would read or movies, you know what I'm saying? Like, if or if, like, say we weren't as technologically advanced as we are now, like, if this was, you know, 1500s or 1600s or something like that, like we had to deal or they had to deal with the bubonic plague or whatever. This isn't on that level. And I, and I, and so when I say that, I want listeners out there to really just stop for a second and think. Think about the, the threat level of COVID-19 and then think about the response of people who have the authority and power to make decisions. Think about that. Not you, not your mom, not your dad, not your boss, but people who legitimately have been chosen to make 
decisions that affect the collective society that we live in, think about their response. I don't care if they're a Democrat or a public speaker or a pundit on you know, NBC or Fox News or whatever, or a legislative maker or a president or a house speaker. <laughs> think about their response to handling this situation, okay? Think about it. When you do that, then I want you to sort of take a step back and remove COVID-19 um, from the equation and then sort of in its place put in, think about the most insane, worst sort of viral uh, disease you can come up with in your imagination. I mean, something that is basically like the walking dead, right? Think about that. Now, in place of COVID-19, put that in its place. Do you think you would get a better response from leadership and people with authority and decision-making power? Do you think you would get a worse response or do you think you would get about the same? See, if you ask yourself that question and you're being honest with yourself as an adult, then you should only be able to pick two out of those three answers. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. But two of those answers would be either we're going to have the same amount of response and decision making that we got with this in COVID-19 or we're going to get something worse. Right. Those are the only two options that you could really honestly choose because of what we have to look at and judge it off on. Now, if you want to be optimistic, right, if you want to be a little bit immature, you could say, well, you know, we I sure do hope they'd have a better response to that. Yeah, we what we all do. But that's not reality. The reality that we live in is that people who have authority and decision-making power over the collective society. The people who are running the show are idiots. And I don't mean that in like a, a whimsical, comedic way or anything like that. I mean that in, in like the most serious terminology. Like, it, they're idiots. That's clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's evident. And I don't care if you are a Trump supporter or a Bernie bro, or the five, or you're a liberal or conservative, or whatever, you're gay, straight, I don't, I don't care. None of this matters. These titles don't matter. How we define ourselves or categorize ourselves, I should say, it does not matter. If you do not recognize that the leadership that we have in place of this so-called, quote unquote, civilized society are inept, are, are, are negligent. If you don't see this, I understand why you don't, but what I don't seem to understand is how you think, A, we're going to go back to some sort of level of normal, and or B, how you could ever think that anything coming down the pipeline for us as a collective society will be any good at all. You know, um, I'm not the smartest guy in the, in the room by any stretch of the imagination, but I remember when I was a young adult, like 22, 23, and I saw the economy collapse around me, and I saw people who were the quote-unquote adults in the room 
lose, you know, a quarter of a million dollars out of 401ks and this and that and a third and lose their homes and all this and that. And the people who were responsible for all of this got a free pass. And I remember looking at the adults going, hey, you guys aren't upset. Like, you're not going to do anything. They're like, no, there ain't nothing we can do about it. Just go to work. And I knew right then and there that my only requirement going into, you know, my adulthood was to just sort of live and maintain and stay out of the way because there's not going to be a revolution. Like, you know, that old saying, the revolution will be televised. No, 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 no. There is no revolution, you know, just like there is no American dream, just like there is no there. The only thing we have coming and rightfully so is the dark future. You know, I said I said this on my my uh, state of the world address when all this World War Three talk was all running through the headlines and being sensationalized. And I said before that World War Three would not be fought by nations and that it would be fought by corporations. And I stand by that because that's the future. Corporations have been allowed to do whatever they want, whenever they want however they want and it's not for the benefit or good of people it's all for the good and benefit of capital and while capital is good economically fiscally that doesn't always mean that capital lines up with human needs okay and somehow or another the adults of the past and the adults of the day myself included have sort of not done our part and keep being the one check and balance in place to make sure that capital doesn't sort of lose its mind. And so when I look at this whole COVID-19 situation and the whole quarantine situation and leadership's response to that, then I, I almost have to turn an eye to the response of people. We've got half the people buying up toilet paper. Why are you buying toilet paper? Why are we out of toilet paper? I'm gonna tell you who's buying the toilet paper up. If you're listening and you're one of the people that bought seven packs of, of 24 roll toilet papers stop listening to my podcast i don't want your i don't want your ears i don't want your input i don't want your i don't want anything from you you're an idiot and please please move along because if the only reason let me tell you why people bought toilet paper people bought toilet paper because when you go toilet paper is huge like if you buy like a 12 pack roll like it's a 12 roll it's it's a pretty big so when you go to the, the, the store, the grocery store, it looks like there's a bunch of toilet paper there, right? But it's not. It's probably 30, 30 different rolls in that aisle. So it's very easy for toilet paper to go missing. So when, the, when people go in and buy a single 24-pack, right, 30 times, right, or whatever it is that's stocked up on the aisle, it sells out. And then when the, when the 31st and the 32nd and 33rd person come in to buy a toilet paper, they see it and they go, they get on their fucking stupid phones and they go, oh my God, there's no more toilet paper. And everybody fucking panics. Okay. And they all go, we don't have any more toilet paper. So as the toilet paper comes in, it, it gets restocked. It becomes a hot commodity. And now it's a toilet paper craze. Toilet paper does not protect you from the virus. Or anything of a sort. Well, you, you, are you worried about shitting? Is that what? Like, you know, like, if you have to shit really bad, you just go outside, buy a tree, pop a squat, let it rip, and then wash your ass with some water and a hose. You're good. If it really got down to some apocalyptic levels of having to maintain hygiene, right? You don't actually need toilet paper. And if, as far as I'm concerned, if you're a grown-ass man buying, you're buying toilet paper, 
You are a dirty fuck. I mean, grown men should never, ever use toilet paper only. That is the most disgusting thing. And I know that to be true because if I were to ask your girlfriend or your wife how many skin marks she has to wash out of your fucking drawers every weekend, I, 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 I'm, I'm willing to bet that I'd be, you know... I'd be on point, you know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I'm willing to bet I'd take that bet <laughs> nine times out of ten, right? So like, I mean, you if, come on, you gotta use wipes. So like, I, I mean, I'm just looking at the response of people to the virus. I'm looking at the response of people, you know, buying fucking toilet paper, wearing gloves. Like the gloves are just spreading bacteria and disease tenfold. You're better off using your hands and not being a dirty fuck and just washing your hands and sanitizing your hands when you're done touching things don't touch your face right i mean then you got people who don't believe the virus is a real big idea and they're upset about the quarantine because they can't go to their stupid job and make their doofus boss millions of dollars oh my god the sky is falling what a what a waste that i can't go to work for some scumbag that i've never met right oh my god like well i got bills to pay and i got mortgages and you know i, I gotta do that yeah that's what the excuse is Every time the world falls apart and someone asks you to do something that is immorally wrong, the excuse always is I got bills to pay or I got it was my job to do. Right. Like that does. That's not an excuse to endanger people, you know, and I don't care if it's only affecting one percent of the population. If, if it's 400 million Americans. Right. And one percent of the population, that's four million people. That doesn't matter to you? Who are you, fucking Hitler? And I seen somebody post something, oh, it's only one-tenth of one percent. I, I can't, I don't know if my math is off or whatever. That's still like 400,000 people or 40, what, I mean, what are you, what are you talking about? What if that's your brother, your uncle, your grandma, your sister, your mother? You wouldn't be saying that shit. But this is the problem with how we've let politics get into the way of everyday life. And it's because of our our negligence in letting that happen that we don't seem to understand that the people in charge are idiots. This all circles back to this one fact that no matter who you elect, no matter what side of the aisle you stand on, the people running the show are dumb monkeys. The internet proves that. That's why they hate the internet so much. Because they say something one year and it gets archived and then they flip the script and become a whole entire different liar the next year. And then someone pulls up the archived clip and they have to dance their way around it. Normal politics doesn't even work. The fact that we allow these people to, to run rampant within our so-called civilized system... It's laughable. The whole thing is laughable. Like, you and I talk about this shit all the time, French. This is just a stupid-ass rock floating stupid. in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of stupid fucking monkeys throwing shit at each other. That's all this planet really is. Because if it was anything more than the real things that would have happened in, in, a, in a planet that was more than just monkeys flinging shit at one another, it would have been... It wouldn't, even, it wouldn't have even been a question of, oh, we need to shut the economy down to, to stop this particular strain in its tracks. This would have been done. We would have had the, we would have had the brightest minds uh, coming up with solutions. We would have already been looking at the strain. We, we, they were looking at the strain, you know, like I guess like 
10 months ago or something like that. We would have already been working on a vaccine. All None of this stuff would have been reactive. It would have all, it would have all been proactive. You know the difference between a proactive solution and a reactive solution? A reactive solution shit doesn't already hit the fan, dog. You're picking up the pieces now, dog. The new guard, he went off, dog. The atmosphere is already dark, dog. You, you trying to scramble the last remnants of society. That's a reactive solution. You know what a proactive solution is? The nuke never fucking went off. The atmosphere is clean as a whistle. That's the difference between the leadership we have and the leadership we would have if we weren't just a bunch of stupid monkeys flinging shit on a rock floating in the middle of nowhere. Stupid ass rock. Stupid ass rock, dog. So <laughs> I guess I wanted to start off talking about this because I really wanted to get my own personal feelings out about how this has all transpired over the last two months. Like, and make no mistake about it, like I I'm pro quarantine. I don't even know if that's a look how politi how political I sound like pro quarantine or like I seen somebody protesting with a pro I'm pro life and no masks fucking sign. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? These are not even the same things. Like, if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Like, I'm not wearing a mask, but I don't have to go outside every day. I'll take my chances. I'm a gambling man. I like the percent. I like the percentages. What can I say? Like, okay, but that doesn't mean I'm oblivious that I should probably be wearing a mask. <laughs> I touch stuff all day with my bare hands. But you know what I don't do? I don't pick my fucking nose like a dirt bag. I don't. You know, I don't go around uh, putting my fingers in my mouth like I'm a five-year-old or anything like that. Like, I get out from out in public and I wash my damn hands cleanly. You know what I'm saying? And that, to me, should be enough. If I want to wear a mask, I'll go wear a mask. If other people are wearing a mask, that's fine, too. Like, but the idea that you would get upset about it, about, about health guidelines coming out to keep you healthy... It doesn't speak well for the species. I'm just trying to point that out. And I don't know if there's a conspiracy to all of this or if there's... It doesn't matter. Because here's the thing. There are diseases. Every day there's bacteria and viruses floating around and mutating whose sole purpose and design is to annihilate living organisms. Doesn't discriminate. Doesn't care if you're black or white or you're a Trump supporter or whatever. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, the earth does not care about you. The universe does not care about you. Like, doesn't care. And just nature does not care about you. It's indiscriminate. So, the idea that people would create health guidelines that work or that should work to keep you safe and the idea that you would be upset about it says a lot about the type of person you are than it does about the people you complain about every single day on Twitter and Facebook. You know, so I think I went on a bit of a tangent here, but I, I, I just want to I just want to reiterate to come full circle that from this point on podcast, social media included, I am no longer dumbing myself down to communicate with baboons who are not as smart as me. Like if I determine you're not intellectually on the same level as me. And you you neg me or you you comment me a certain comment about something I said a certain way that I don't agree with. I'm going to tell you flat out I'm smarter than you, and I'm not going to engage you in conversation because it's a waste of my oxygen. It really is, and we have limited time, 
in a finite timeline of, of to be dealing with dumb people. If I have to wake up every single day of my life and dumb myself down just to talk to you while there are stupid monkeys running the show, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cut the fat off somewhere, right? I mean, I can't fucking talk to fucking dumb people all day and then watch dumb people make all the choices that affect everybody every single day. One of, one of them's got to go. And since I can't make those people go, I can stop dumbing myself down <laughs> to talk to you. So that's what I'm gonna do when we come out of quarantine. Everybody's talking about things going back to normal. Everybody's talking about what we're gonna do after we're no longer quarantined. And you know, that's funny to me because we have a reality TV star as our president. Uh, we have an old senile man with dementia who likes to grope people running for president. And, you know, we got Tiger King locked up and he ain't do shit. You know, meanwhile, Takashi Free 6ix9ine gets to walk around after he put a hit on somebody. You know what I'm saying? And, then, and there were alive. gunshots. Right? And then Carol Baskin kills her fucking husband with sardine oil. And she's walking around scot-free. You know what I'm saying? Like, so my question to anybody that says, you know, well, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. My question would be, I'm sorry, but now that this whole virus pandemic has put everything in perspective for me, I got to ask, when was anything ever normal? Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't think I think you're missing a key component there. I don't think we ever had normal now that now that I'm looking back like. I'm serious, dude. There is no normal. And even if there was a normal before, we're going back to that. We're not going back to that. Kid. The only thing we have in store for us is the dark future. I promise you. And if anybody doesn't know what that is, I encourage you to Google it and look it up. And if you can't put two and two together and see that what's going on today is pretty much what's happening in the dark future, then I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a nerd. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I got a funny feeling that the future, the next 20, 25 years, 30 years, ain't going to be what you thought it was, you know, especially given the fact that we got, wait, why is my phone blowing up? No one texts me. No one calls me. But that's the moment they wanted to call you and text you. Right. Except when I'm actually doing something. All right. So. I just took this shit off. I'm like, tired yeah. of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's my take. That's my two cents on the whole pandemic situation and the response to it. I mean, like, we don't have vaccine. We don't. We, we're, we're years out from a vaccine. Nobody wants to admit that, that I know. But if you listen to one expert with a degree in virology tell you, like, we're, we're not getting a vaccine anytime soon, people. You know, then you got a, you know, you got the whole economic situation and the response to that. They're not giving people money. I mean, the best they could give you was twelve hundred dollars. That's if you did your taxes two years ago. That's the best they could do. But they can write a fucking blank check to the banks. They can give out one point five trillion to Wall Street like a slot money, and nothing happens. They can do that quick, but for for you. The average person who rides around, like, that's another thing that really is fucking starting to bother me. This whole MAGA shit. Like, I've never had a problem with MAGA before this. But now, given what I know from this new information and this response from, from our leadership, make America great? Do, do you see how they handled this? That's not great. Not great at all. It's poor. 
it's sub poor. It's beyond poor. It's fucking trash. Trash. Like that's what it is. Like make America great. What? What are you talking about? We ain't gonna never be great now. Look at look look. The only response to this from people should be outrage. It should be. I'm sorry, but it should be literally just telling people who are in charge you have 24 hours to leave. Like they should have did back then. When they should have did in, in the, during the bailouts. But again, yeah. I was a 23 year old kid looking at the real girl. I was like, what y'all gonna do? We still looking at the <laughs> And now the same kid who's 23 is looking at us. Like, what y'all gonna do? And I'm here to tell you, Mr. 23 year old and Ms. 23 year old, we ain't gonna do a goddamn thing. And you, and you might gonna, as well join the club. We're going to figure out what we're going to do with our $1,200 checks. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Because Americans, um, real Americans, and what I mean by real Americans is I'm talking to you, white people, because you're the majority. You always talk that shit about how you're a patriot and uh, don't tread on me and don't take our guns and all this and that bullshit. Right? It's all bullshit. It's your bullshit because your granddaddy taught it to you. Like, whatever. Like, listen. I'm talking to you. Like... You people will eat on the street before you ever look like one of those fucking bumper stickers you drive around in or those t-shirts and hats you wear with the fucking flying eagle and the, the MG246 saw, whatever the fuck gun that is. Like, you people will eat off the street before you ever live up to that. Moment of silence for the quiet, mad white people. That's enough. <laughs> like, like I'm just I'm calling a spade a spade, brother. Like that's come on. Like I was 23 and y'all didn't do nothing. Y'all let these fools fucking take bank the money run, and run. Take the money and run. And then do the same shit. All over again. Obama. That was his boy. They was loving him. You know what I'm saying? Like they do the same shit over uh, just do it all over again. Like it was like it was like it was meant to be or something, you know? You guys didn't stand up and take your country back and, and you know that shit. They're probably laughing about themselves saying, watch us do it again. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't do a fucking thing. And then you and then you elect a reality TV star who says he's gonna drain a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure he is. And here we are, you know, almost <laughs> 40 years later, and we're on a fucking verge of economic collapse and, and fucking paranoia and depression. And I'm telling you right now, you people will eat off the street before you ever, ever become a patriot or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> like, and I, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to be discriminatory, like, because that's everybody's in that boat. But again, they make up the majority in this country, and they're the one, the main ones, always talking that shit about or death and all that. You eat off the fucking street like everybody else before you do a goddamn thing about it. That's what it is. <laughs> Stupid ass rock. You know. I mean, I mean, goodness gracious, man. Like. I'm just really sitting back looking at this shit like I cannot believe they get away with this like they're literally getting away with this and like if you think it's not gonna escalate or like evolve into something more like just the fucking 
you know, sinister and malicious. Like, you're a fool. You want to hear what it evolved to now? What? Well, there's, the media is now saying that, well, something about inje- injecting disinfectant into Mm-mm. your body. Like, what, the, what, the, what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? What? <laughs> this is something recent. This well, is, people are saying that Trump's saying people to, to, to inject themselves with disinfectant. Who said that? CNN? Hey, look it up. All over it the, sounds all like over something the CNN would it's, say. It probably is. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something CNN would make up. Like that fucking stooge Don Lemon. President Trump, I can't even do his voice. Fucking, fucking stooge. Yeah, people are, are speculating that he said that he's saying people inject themselves with disinfectant in an attempt to treat COVID 19. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. Where did they get up. that from? Did he really say it? Uh, What's the source? There's Washington Post, CBS News, CNN, Snopes, oh New York Times. See what I'm talking about, man. NBC News. Yeah. See what I'm talking about. See that. I don't know if he said it or he did, or they're just running a, sal- a salacious story or headline. But it doesn't matter. The fact that that's a headline says it all. Right. It you evolved to this. Like this is completely. This is this is your this is your people. This is what y'all like to do. This is what you've allowed. You've allowed these monkeys to run the show. And now we're going to pay for it. We have been paying for it. Like, how hard would it be to just get smart people, people who are smarter than you, to make decisions? And not just one person, but a bunch of smart people, all in the same field, to make a single decision about any particular subject. Oh, this is what he says. He says, I see the disinfectant that knocks it out in a minute. One minute. Trump says this. Is, is there a way we could do something like that by injecting it inside or okay. almost cleaning okay. it? So they're taking his quote. He was asking a rhetorical, sarcastic question, basically. And they're taking that and then running it as a headline like yeah. he believes that's a solution. When the, when the media got really involved in this, he actually came back and said that. He says, I was asking a question sarcastically to reporters like you just to see what would happen. Uh, he, oh, so he trolled them. That's what he. That's what Trump said. I actually believe that. Yes, that's I, something that I would. That do. sounds like Trump. Trump especially, would do. <laughs> especially if I know I'm dealing with people who just want to fucking you know be salacious towards me all day. But common sense would think, oh, let me just inject. No, 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 no. There's no common sense with the media because they just want to run storylines. And if you're liberal media or you're left leaning media, you want to do whatever you can to make the president look like a buffoon. But you don't have to because he is a buffoon. But I don't understand why you would feel that you have to make him look like one. Other than the reason that you're a bunch of buffoons, and two buffoons don't know that they're buffoons, if that makes sense. Like, how would one buffoon be able to tell the difference between <laughs> another buffoon? You get what I'm saying? Like, like, sort of. Like, Trump is a buffoon, but yeah. so is the media. Everybody in the media are a bunch of buffoons, and they're they're trying to make him look like a buffoon, or even more of a buffoon than he already is. But the only way that they would actually think that that was something that needed to be done is if they were buffoons themselves. But buffoons and chimpanzees and because if you weren't a buffoon, you would just know that he's a buffoon, and you wouldn't have to go out of your way. You get what I'm saying to make him look like an idiot. But they're, if you're going to take his quote of rhetor- being rhetorical and satirical of saying that we should inject the, the disinfectant just to make him look like an idiot and make it look like he really meant it. What does that say about you? Asshole. <laughs> no, yeah, asshole. You're a buffoon too. Because you don't even know that what you're doing is buffoonish. I- again, 
this is these are the people these are people that have authority people that influence decisions or make them and they're all in charge this isn't like some rant or tirade to say like I'm the one that should be making all the calls or your your neighbor Bob is the one that should be making all I'm saying we need to remove idiots if you you can't remove all the idiots, there's gonna be a few that kind of you know finesse their way in. But if you don't, if the whole fucking thing is full of like, I mean, what are we doing here, man? Like, I don't get it. It's hard to understand anything, though, man. I don't fucking get it, French. Like. I don't care either. Like, I made my bet a long time ago about what the next 25, 30 years is going to be. I know it's going to be shit. I'm probably going to be like a fucking uh, organ smuggler or something like that. Like, smuggling eyeballs. People who still want to have, like, human body parts. I'm going to be doing that sort of fucking thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, but, somebody asked to the moon when they open up moon mining now. Yeah, you know, you're going to be a moon miner? That's yeah, what you're going to do? I'll just send my ass to the fucking moon away from this dumbass rock. Yeah, you know, so like. Dick moon dust. I already made my bet about whatever the future brings, you know. But it's just baffling to see because I'm watching people that I know and I care about struggle with it. And it's, it's just kind of. Sad. It's really sad. Because you grow up as a kid thinking, you kind of know it isn't what you think it is, like the world, right? But then you go, as you get into like your adolescence, you go, it can't be that bad. I mean, I see my parents smile here and there, you know? And then you become an adult. And then you realize, oh, the smiles are just lies. Like, <laughs> the smiles are, are, are to, to numb the pain. Like, I'm smiling because I'm happy, but I'm happy because, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm so fucking miserable. <laughs> Round the clock. The world is a complete shit. What the fuck am I? I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it's sad, man. It really is. Like, You know, I don't know. I don't have the answers. I just, you know. Sorry, Kanye. We don't have the answers. We don't have the answers, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do, you know? You know. Pass the butter is what we got. Just pass the butter, man. I hope I hope everybody is being safe, uh, following the guidelines, you know. I hope uh, everybody's, you know, spending time with, if you got a family, hey, that's extra quality time with the wife, with the kids, with the husband, with the spouse, with the significant other that you can't get on a normal situation. <laughs> normal. There's that word again. On a um, habitual situ habitual circumstances, right? But this is an opportunity to sort of get back on a positive note to get back to what it means to be human. You know, like that's I, I get like I'm not totally upset with the Michigan protesters on Grant or Grant Home. I called her Grant Home. Fucking Gretchen Whitmer, because I felt like she overstepped her her authority a bit. But again, it goes back to what I just said. She's not, she's she's one of the idiots. So you know, she probably it was either her idiot idea or it was someone in her councils who's an idiot. It's idea. And oh. they was like, it would be great if we told people they couldn't buy garden stuff and go garden. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Let's tell them they can't buy fucking shovels and. Nose and dirt and soil and seeds. <laughs> that's 
That's literally how that conversation went. I, I guarantee you that's how it went. And then, you know, the executive order comes out. You can't buy seeds and shovels. <laughs> yeah, because it'll keep you safe. What? Who told you that? <laughs> my, my fucking, my, my house speaker, blah, 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 blah. It was their idea. I thought it was a great idea. Well, two fucking idiots would think it was a great idea. Tell me, did anybody with a level of uh, IQ of 120 tell you that it was stupid or no? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, whatever. You know, like, <laughs> or did you fire them? Like, which which was it? Like, I get why people were upset about that. If that was your gripe with the with the restrictions, then you know you got my support because you know, to me that was like overstepping. Your authority is at least in this country. Like, you can't tell me when to go outside in front of my own house. You know, like if I want to go out and fucking dig up dig up soil to plant a garden or water my plants or whatever or mow the lawn, then I'll fucking do it. Now, if you tell me that if I go outside and breathe the oxygen that the virus will infiltrate my lungs and destroy my brain, then I'm not gonna go do that. And if someone does, let's not, let's, we'll, we'll mourn the loss, but we'll understand that this is nature's way of natural selection. Think about it. This stupid person can't breed anymore. It makes us better as a society. We'll mourn the loss of that individual that went outside and breathed the air and lost their brain mass and it exploded in their heads because they didn't follow the orders of instructions, right? That's the way it is sometimes. That's the way the cookie crumbles, dog. But to sit up here and tell people that they can't go buy whatever they want to buy when they're in the store, that's a little, that's, you know, to me, that's just like, all right, look. You can tell people, that, hey, it's better you, you stay in, it's better if you stay indoors. You can, you can even have law enforcement enforce the idea or enforce that to a degree, but like, to tell people what they can and can't buy and things like that and force people to sell whatever they can't tell them what they can and can't sell you to me you, that's that's a that's a breach of your authority but uh you know <clears throat> um so i guess that's all i kind of wanted to say about all this um you know my best friend had the virus he beat it so shout outs to wolf um he was man he was bitching about it too and uh, my mother has the virus, and, you know, we'll see if she makes it or not. But, uh, you know, I want people to really think about, you know, what I said today. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're not in a good spot as a, as a society. So, you know, some of the things I said were in, were in jest, but uh, just really think about the response of so-called leaders to this situation. And then think about what the future is, could bring and what the type of leadership that we have response would be to that. So, uh, yeah, everybody stay safe, stay Corona free, you know, and uh, we'll see you on the other side of this. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs>